People think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Well, we're back with Kidney Talk. Another week. We made it another week. We We weren't canceled yet. We weren't canceled. Um, I know it's probably pilot season right now, but we're strong. And you know what? It is so hot outside. It is. It is toasty. Is it is there any special precautions kidney patients have to take in the heat? Well, I know one thing that they need to do is wear sunscreen. Sunscreen. It's so important. It's it's important. Um, every it's important for everybody to wear sunscreen. I mean, the sun is getting more vicious and and eats up your skin. It's a global warming thing, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Um, I went to see the Al Gore movie. I saw the, the Al Gore movie too. I'm telling you, I was waiting for the musical numbers though. I mean, it was, I just thought it was an excellent movie and I encourage everybody to go see it. Because Al we Gore needs some acting lessons though. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, he's maybe not we an could, actor. yeah, he's not an actor. He's a politician, but yeah. they are actors, but the movie's fascinating. And you know, Today's topic is we're going to have an expert, a dental hygienist, who's also a kidney transplant recipient. An expert on what? On um, dental, dental hygiene. Hi- dental hygiene. Hey, how did I and, guess that? And, you know, I think it's so important because our smile is so important. And I was thinking about this. I mean, what makes you smile? What just, Let's what, see. What just what brings makes a smile to smile? your face? I, double coupons at the market. I love those. Especially if they're a dollar, you double it. It's $2. Double it. And it's great when the product only costs $1.50. So they got to pay you 50 they cents to buy the product. Oh, that, that. I have to say one thing that makes me smile, which is impossible not to, is when my two dogs, Max and Chloe, oh, you mean are the, wrestling. Max, the vicious one who Max, always tries to bite me when I come in? No, he's just giving you attitude. Oh. He's just trying to tell you that he's the leader of the pack. But they're playing in their little dog bed, and they're tumbling around, and they just, I mean, it's just pure joy. So something that just makes me smile is seeing my puppies play. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Yes, that is very interesting. (laughs) Puppies playing on the beach. Yes. I mean, there's nothing more joyful than just two little oh, puppies I mean, puppies make you smile anyway i know yes unless they're pit bulls exactly and and, and dogs your life. have an endless smile just like dolphins. dolphins dolphins have they're always smiling so you know steven we're going to be talking about how to take care of your dental hygiene of your smile but you know one thing that i didn't know did you know that you have to co- have a complete dental exam and make sure that you get a, a clean bill of health from your dentist before they'll put you on the uh, the transplant waiting list. And list. did you know that uh, diabetics like that. they're they're much more prone to gum disease and and dental problems and and just the medical term yucky mouth. Yucky mouth comes to mind. That's huh? a medical term. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, to Cher Thomas, and uh, she's an expert about helping us keep that winning smile. And she doesn't she also sing "I Can Smile." No, that's Barry Manilow. You. Oh, so Barry wait, Manilow. wait, you'll hear him right now.
It's Crazy Kenny Kid here to tell you about the incredible specials we're having. We are definitely wheeling and dealing this weekend. If I can't put you in a proper access, a lifeline like me and the missus like to call them, then I'll stand on my head and eat a low-sodium bug. First, we have a Crazy Kenny Kid special on hemodialysis access with several different models. We have catheters great for the beginners or in any emergency, but you'll soon want to move up to a more sporting model. Next, we have the AV graft, a good utility access, but believe me, sweet folks, I have saved the best for last, the fistula. This is the access that everyone is talking about. You'll get great mileage and years of use with this baby. What's that you say? Hemo just doesn't fit the lifestyle you prefer, PD? Well, feast your eyes on this baby. Oh, I forgot this is radio. You'll just have to trust me on this one, folks. This is the PD catheter model. Beautiful, efficient, and easily hidden from view. So take your pick. We're dealing all week. We'll really have to move these babies. Keep your access clean and free of infection. A daily check for signs of redness and warmth could indicate infection. Check with your health care team for tips on how to keep your dialysis access clean and safe for use. And remember, if I can't put you in one of these lifelines, I'll stand on my head and eat a low-sodium bug. Don't you love Barry Manilow? I love, I Barry, love Manilow Barry Manilow, too. I love Barry Did you know he was the <laughs> piano player for Bette Midler? I do. And I saw him in concert, and he was amazing. But we have another amazing person here today. Who? Cher, Cher Thomas. Oh, my God, I love Cher. You know, <laughs> gypsies, tramps, and thieves. And, oh, oh, Cher Thomas. Oh, Sorry. Oh, okay. We were talking about Barry Manilow. I thought we were on a, you know, the same kind of thing here. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Cher. I am a kidney transplant recipient. I had end-stage renal disease in 1996. What caused that? Due to an autoimmune disease. What was it? An autoimmune disease. Autoimmune disease. It's very similar to lupus. It's called ANCA-positive vasculitis. Oh, man. ANCA? ANCA. Anti-neutrophilic cytoplasmic antibody. Makes my you di- want me to spell it for you? <laughs> no. Makes my diagnosis of hemolytic uremic <laughs> syndrome sound pretty easy. It's wow. an inflammation of your blood vessels. Wow. And what causes that? They oh, really lupus. don't know. Oh. They really wow. don't know. I have other siblings that have autoimmune diseases as well in my family. So how long have you had your transplant? I had a transplant in 1999, and my brother Robert was my donor. Oh, wow. But he doesn't have kidney problems, though, right? No, he doesn't. Oh, how fantastic. He's actually very healthy. Oh, oh wow. fantastic. And so you have, um, you go around, you speak throughout the country about how to keep that winning smile, and you have your own company called Dental Inspirations. How right. did you come up with that name? You know, it's interesting. I have, um, in dental hygiene school, my best friend... Um, died of breast cancer three weeks before I started dialysis. And it was her poise and her way of going through illness with grace and dignity that was a big inspiration to me. And so really it's an ode to her. It is because she inspired me. It's not easy having a chronic disease. The way that she was actually able to do it with dignity was just... So you she went- set the forefront for me. I am a dental hygienist. I'm a dental health care provider. I don't just clean teeth. I don't just take x-rays. You know, I do nutritional counseling with my patients. I also uh, show them how to prevent cavities and uh, have a good oral health. 
In no, addition, I had a lot of kidney transplant patients before they had their transplant come in to me that their mouth would have to be free of disease before they had their transplant. That's my question. Why is it so important and why can they knock you off the uh, transplant list if you don't have proper oral hygiene? Immediately after your transplant, you're on the highest levels of immunosuppressive drugs, and an infection anywhere in your body could really make you become septic, which is an infection in your body that could ultimately cause you to die. It's very and, important and your at all. mouth is really full of bacteria. It, it? it is normally. Everybody has bacteria in their mouth, but the key is, is not to have a lot of bacteria. Right. Is it true that a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth? That is correct. It is. It, is. it really is correct. So me kissing my dog doesn't is not <laughs> going to hurt me. You know, I have uh, in dental hygiene we have to take CPR training from paramedics, and they always oh, no. say they would visual. much rather be bitten by a dog than a person because you're almost guaranteed to have an infection if you're bitten by a person. Well, oh, I, wow. well I do. You were making fun of me. I do kiss my dog. I kiss my dog too. I my, no tongues. My, my, I, I was going to ask, is that French? No. <laughs> My dog likes to wash your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, one of the things I know is important. What are the different things, the precautions that um, people who are on hemodialysis, PD, or have a oh, transplant? I mean, great it's so important. Question. There's lots of things. And, you know, if your dental health care provider isn't used to seeing uh, dialysis patients, they really might not know the right things to do. And that is part of what my business is as well. I educate people who have kidney disease as well as dental health care providers so they know how to treat them appropriately. But hemodialysis patients, if you uh, get a dental cleaning, right, almost everybody's gums bleed whenever your teeth get cleaned and you have all the bacteria and the tartar removed from your mouth. Well, that bacteria has a direct uh, stream or access into the blood in your body, into your bloodstream. Somebody who has hemodialysis also has an access in their arm, a fistula, a graft. That can become infected. And From so, a dental cleaning? Correct. This Well, I know, you know, what you do is you just have to take a, a dose of antibiotics. A very small dose of antibiotics. Right. And the American Heart Association sets up the standards and, you know, uh, what it is, is is to prevent a condition called bacterial endarditis, which that's the infection that would be in the artery, the graft, the right. fistula. Uh, there's also a condition if you have an infection that could set up on your heart valves. Right. That's bacterial endocarditis. Well, it, it, it dislodges a little bacteria, and those little Correct. suckers just float around your bloodstream until they can hook onto something, Correct. and they like to hook onto something that's foreign. Correct. And if you have a catheter or a graft, right. they're going to just that's hook correct. onto that little baby. That's and that's correct. a medical term, those, if you <laughs> didn't know, like, that little <laughs> suckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> that's the point, then. Um, but with Actually, with peritoneal dialysis patients, where they usually have an abdominal catheter, those patients generally are not given antibiotic premedication because right. there's a lower incidence. But, you know, if they were um, 
an uncontrolled diabetic, then the dental health care provider might go ahead and choose to give them antibiotic per medication anyway. Well, I think the thing that's so important is to tell your kidney doctor, your nephrologist, that you're going to the dentist and he will tell you what you need. And then you tell the dentist as well so that they can make sure that you get the proper... tell the dentist that you're going to the dentist? No, you tell the dentist that you're on dialysis or you you have a transplant. Because a lot of times when you have kidney disease, your immune system's a little bit suppressed anyways. That's right. So it's important. The other condition would be uh, excessive bleeding because patients who are on dialysis are often heparinized. They're given a drug during their dialysis treatment. So it doesn't Uh, clot, right? Correct, correct. And so if you were going in and cleaning their teeth and they didn't have, you know, a very good platelet count, Mm -hmm. that they didn't have a good clotting factor, they could bleed uncontrollably and get into some trouble. That would be very attractive. That would not be very attractive. And something else that a lot of patients who are on peritoneal dialysis forget is, is that, you know, whenever they leave, the peritoneal station, they're kind of on their own. And their nephrologist will give them a bottle of heparin, and they inject it into their peritoneal bags. And because it's not a pill, you know, that they They, put in their mouth, they forget to tell their dentist that they're on heparin. And that could be a big issue. That could be a really big issue. Most patients, I mean, all patients on hemodialysis get heparin. Correct. And um, I didn't know that the PD patients sometimes get heparin. When I was on PD, I didn't get heparin. Absolutely. um, Because if you have problems with drainage and clotting inside of the catheter, inside the tube, it will speed or expedite the the drainage process. Oh, I see. Now, were you ever on dialysis yourself? I did peritoneal dialysis for 10 months. 10 months? I did. Did you hate it? You know, I was kind of tired, but once I started getting my EPO shots, I really did have a lot of energy, and that was because I was anemic. I see. Now, on TV, I see all these commercials about gingivitis, and I don't know what that is. Ah, you know, what's, good what's the difference between gingivitis and like You know, gum a disease? lot of people really don't know what that is, and they have a lot of misconceptions about it. Uh, Back in the 50s, whenever we started fluoridating the water, there was a big push that the dental professionals did to educate people about cavities. And almost everybody understands what a cavity is. You know, you don't keep your teeth clean, you eat a lot of sugar, you're probably going to get a cavity. But people really don't understand what gingivitis is, and they don't understand what periodontal disease is either, which is also gum disease. Gingivitis is purely, it's an inflammation of your gums, and it is totally reversible. It hasn't been there very long. It's usually caused by not brushing well. On the other hand, gum disease is whenever gingivitis has been there a long time. This has become a chronic infection inside of your mouth caused by bacteria and the tartar building up and building up and building up. The problem is, is after this condition has been there for a long time, the bone in your mouth that holds your teeth in actually starts to recede. This is what holds your teeth in your mouth. Now, it doesn't hurt in the beginning. The bone starts to recede or the gum? Correct, the bone. Ah. You know, the gum is on top of it, but the bone is what holds your teeth in. Well, they both start to recede. And in the early stages, it doesn't hurt. That's why people normally don't get treatment for it. Their gums might bleed, but if they're a smoker, they probably won't even bleed. Because so smoking, smoking tends to restrict blood flow inside oh. of your mouth. So it masks 
the infection. A massive infection. Well, we need to take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to hear more about how yeah, to take— I got some questions because I'm having dental surgery smile. coming up this week. I know, week, I know. And I got so some questions to ask you. So we'll be right back with Cher. Honey, we never go anywhere. What are you talking about? We just came back from the grocery store. I thought we had a great time squeezing the tomatoes and produce. I know someplace more exciting than squeezing tomatoes. The breakfast cereal aisle? The city of brotherly love. Oh, honey, I don't even like your brother. Philadelphia. Renal Support Network is holding their big national patient meeting. With you being on dialysis, I figure this would be a great place for us to mingle with other patients and healthcare professionals that are experiencing the same kind of challenges we do. There's going to be panelists from all over the country, hundreds of patients, fun, and even games. An illness is too demanding when you don't have hope. Tell me about it. It's this October 5th through the 7th in Philadelphia. They even will have dialysis services available for you for the trip. I think this is just perfect to help you empower yourself about decisions on your own care and treatments. What do you say? Well, let's see. A fun convention in a fun city with other people and healthcare professionals exchanging knowledge and ideas and giving us hope in living with my kidney disease with interesting speakers, activities, and even games. Or a trip to the half-price dented can section at the Food King. Hmm. For more information, call Renal Support Network at 818-543-0896 or go to their website at rsnhope.org. If you'd like to receive information and materials regarding transplantation, join the Transplant Experience Program by calling 1-877-482-7627. When you enroll, you'll receive a free transplant information kit, including a resource journal and your own copy of this video, Sharing the Experience. The Transplant Experience Program provides information, tools, resources, and inspiration to patients at every stage of the transplant process all free of charge. Call 877-482-7627 today and join Transplant Experience, sponsored by Estellas. And now you know I can smile without you. I can't smile without you. I can't laugh and I can't sing. How do people, you know, really avoid gum disease? What are some of the things that they can do? Well, the first thing starts at home, keeping your mouth clean. And that is by... No bad language. No bad language. <laughs> Washing your mouth right. out with soap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, brushing your teeth at least twice a day. You know, it'd be great if you could brush them three times a day, but... Dialysis patients and patients with kidney disease have unique problems in that their mouth is usually really dry. This is a condition we call xerostomia. It just means you don't have any saliva in your mouth. And saliva is a natural cleansing mechanism. So, you know, it's really important that you keep your teeth clean then because if you don't have any saliva to wash away the food and everything that you're eating, the tartar really builds up really now, quick. I never heard that. Uh, that's new to me. No mm-hmm. saliva? Very little saliva. For kidney patients? Right, because wow. you're on a fluid restriction. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So where's the water going to come from? So you need so. to be able to smack your lips. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you have enough saliva? Smack your <laughs> That's lips? That's a good question. <laughs> How do you know if you have enough saliva in your you mouth? You get your dog to lick you in the mouth and How he'll you tell know? you. You know, there are special <laughs> tests out that are new to, to measure the amount of saliva that you have. But if you don't have a lot of saliva, you'll probably have 
problems talking. You might have problems swallowing. Well, Lori and I have problems talking. <laughs> Your mouth anyway. might feel a little furry inside. Well, they have stuff like for dry mouth. That's right? correct. They do. They have over-the-counter products that are very good. That are you know how eye drops moisturize your eyes. They have drops that moisturize your mouth. Oh. But you know the other thing is trying to floss. Now most of the population isn't very good about that. I hate flossing. You know yes. you're not the first person that just, said that. I hate it. From a dental hygiene standpoint, for many years, we said brush and floss, brush and floss, brush and floss. But the, in reality is, is that if you can't floss, we need to find something to help you. Your dental professional needs to find something that you will do, be it using a water pick, like an oral irrigator, right? There are special picks that you can use in between oh, those plastic your teeth. ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there are wood ones, too. Oh. There's also special brushes that if you've already had gum disease or maybe some recession in your gums where there's a bigger space in between your teeth, mm-hmm. that it's a special brush called a interdental brush or a proxa brush that actually goes in between your teeth. Now, what about it's those cool. things like the sonic care, the ultrasonic? Absolutely. Kind of you know, in my opinion, the sonic care, and I, I'm not biased really about this. I met Although you the person, own a lot of shares in the company. No, <laughs> I met the man who developed the prototype about. Oh, Mr. Sonic. I met him. I, <laughs> Mr. Sonic. That's not his name. I met him several years ago. Was very impressed with this product. You know, the sonic care has been around for a long time. Long time. And it, in my opinion, is the best what a, electronic. They are now calling them power brushes. Power, power brush. I, I remember growing so up having the electric toothbrushes. Right. Yeah, you could say in the morning, I power brush this morning. Instead of you power right. walked, you power brush. Yeah, and that takes care of your exercise for the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about some of the gums that they say that are good for uh, whitening your teeth and stuff like that? They have all these products now that are yeah, about... Does that stuff really work, those teeth whitening things? Well, you know, the way I always approach it is, is if I were to use something like that, I'd be sure and get it from a dental health care provider and not off of the TV. You know, right. I've always felt like, you know how they advertise like special waxes and coats and stuff for your car? I would never do that. I'd never order it off the TV because I'd be afraid it'd eat the paint. People are very self-conscious about their smile. It's part of their identity, and it's normal that they want to have attractive teeth. Right. They want to have wider teeth. The other thing is, is if you go to a dental professional, uh, they can help avoid some of the sensitivity issues that come along with bleaching and give you fluoride rinses and things Different like things. that and manage it and make sure that everything's okay. Now, what about fluoride in regards to the kidney? Does that hurt the kidney at all? Well, you don't swallow the fluoride. Fluoride, whenever, uh, even in your toothbrush, you know, in your toothpaste, it's just topical. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't affect your kidney. You're not ingesting it. You're You're not not swallowing it. You spit it it out. You don't swallow it. it You spit it. I I have been known to eat a couple of tubes of toothpaste sometimes. (laughs) Well, stop. (laughs) Well, when I had my transplant, one of the medications that I started taking caused gum overgrowth. Oh, and there are medications that cause gum overgrowth. And so I had to be a little bit more diligent on. And and I was lucky because some of my friends have had to have their gums trimmed. What causes that? You know, what what the gum overgrowth? It's a drug called cyclosporin. And what it does is with poor oral hygiene, it will cause gum overgrowth. But some people are just more sensitive to it. And in that case, the doctors will either have to discuss changing your transplant medications because, you know, what that does is sets up your mouth for an infection. 
Right. And with a transplant patient, that's very dangerous. But uh, the other procedure that they'll do is called a gingivectomy, where they'll get your gums nice and numb, and then they'll trim oh. them back a little bit. Really? Oh. You know, I'm, I'm having, like <laughs> I, I said before the break, I'm having surgery, oral surgery, on Thursday, and it's just the opposite. I have receding gums. Oh. And they're going to take skin from the top of my mouth mm-hmm. and put and it do a on, graft and they're doing a graft right right you know and i and i just i'm not oh, I'm, God. I'm feel like i'm going to be in so much pain well you know the recession can come from different things one it can come from using a toothbrush that's too hard you know the only reason why they still sell medium and hard toothbrushes in grocery stores is because people still buy them they're absolutely right. the worst for your gums. Oh, wow. They're, so you, you should recommend be using the soft ones. A soft or even now they have extra soft for people who have really sensitive teeth. The other things that cause it is aggressive brushing. You know, you're going in back and forth like a seesaw. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing would be a bite that has really been off. Let's say you have a, a, a lot of crowding and your teeth don't fit together right, or maybe a dentist has made a new crown for you, and that doesn't actually fit your bite correctly. All those things can cause your gums to recede. Is there anything you think we should know, like the top couple of things that patients need to know to take care of their dental hygiene? Well, you know, we are, as kidney patients, not just transplant patients, people who are on dialysis, people who have kidney disease, we're all immunocompromised to a certain extent. And if you're not keeping your mouth very clean, that bacteria building up can certainly cause problems. The latest dental research, there's really a lot of new things going on that what we have a lot of compelling evidence that leans towards the bacteria in your mouth, actually, if it builds up too much, that it can get into your respiratory system and cause pneumonia. They're also investigating whether or not that excess bacteria and in periodontal disease, which is also known as gum disease, that it could be related to uh, conditions even such as heart disease. Mm-hmm. So your smile really is more important than we think. It is. You know, it goes with living a good, healthy lifestyle right. that you tend to avoid a lot of the health problems that can come your way, especially if you do have a condition that makes you more susceptible. A lot of interesting stuff I for know. people on dialysis and transplant people. And wow, that, that is amazing. And so there is no correlation between corn dogs and gum disease then? No, no. Because <laughs> I had you know, heard There that is too. one more thing I want to say. Yes. Is that people usually think that they're supposed to dispose of their toothbrush every six months because that's the standard that we've set up that people go in and generally get their teeth clean. I just put mine through you know, the dishwasher. twice a year. Well, that's not the best idea no, either. Not. But <laughs> I'll stop doing that. But then. you should you should change your toothbrush out, replace it at least every three months, or after you've had a respiratory infection, a cold, the flu. Because what you do is it the bacteria gets all over your toothbrush, oh, wow. and the virus gets all over your toothbrush, and you constantly reinfect yourself. The other thing is is that because of that dry mouth, usually kidney patients in particular. Um, need to have their teeth professionally cleaned more than twice a year. It's actually closer to three to four times a year. Right. So when you say change out your toothbrush, you don't mean with another family member. No. (laughs) Actually, just get a new one. And if anybody wants to know, do you have a website on your 
I do. I do. I am at www.dentalinspirations, that's with an S at the end, .org. Well, thank you so much, Cher, and you've given me so much wonderful information. i got to go throw out my toothbrush and go buy another one. <laughs> right. Or we've got to stop exchanging toothbrushes again, because we've got to buy new ones. You're well, right. We can, I'll use my finger. Yeah. And before you leave, uh, before you leave, will you do a flossing on me? or? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm a professional Great. flosser. Thanks. I just can't. What's the secret ingredient for delicious yet healthier meals? Why, Mrs. Dash seasoning blends, of course. The 12 varieties of Mrs. Dash are all made up with a unique blend of 14 natural herbs and spices to make side dishes snap, potato pop, and dinner dates unbelievable. And since Mrs. Dash has always been salt-free with no MSG, you can create great-tasting meals full of only one thing, mouth-watering flavor. Here's an easy-to-make, healthy recipe idea. Coat some boneless chicken breast in a mixture of Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and Mrs. Dash Original Blend. Saute in extra virgin olive oil until done. Then give a small squeeze of fresh lemon juice and serve over your favorite pasta. Doesn't that sound good? Well, for more information, visit MrsDash.com. Mrs. Dash, salt-free, flavorful. Wow. I feel well, like smiling already. I know. There's so much information. It's so important. Um, I just learned um, actually yesterday that a, a very good friend that is involved in the kidney community actually went to the dentist to get his teeth clean. And he told the doctor that he you know, took the antibiotics, but he didn't because he didn't have them. He has been so sick. Oh, because of the... Yes. Oh, It's my gosh. so serious. After he became very sick after having um, a dental procedure, and he said he took the antibiotics, but he didn't. Why did he say well, that? Well, sometimes did? you just don't have them, and you think it doesn't matter, and they you come in, they, did you take your antibiotics? Yeah. You know, but you don't really understand, because they'll, if you go to a dentist, and they know you're a kidney patient, and they're actually up on information, and you tell them you didn't take your antibiotics, they won't take you. I mean, that's I've heard of people, you know, transplant people who said, well, I didn't take my my medications, my, you know, anti-rejection medications. I just I I can't even fathom. I know what is so important is we just forget. And I think it's just part of human nature to you know forget to take your medication. But I mean, we pay a serious price. I'm saying like that because I know as a diabetic, I, you know, would never test my blood sugar. I'm supposed to you're supposed to do it every meal and in between, you know, I would maybe do it once a day. You know, if that much. Right. You know, so I, I, I fall into the exactly. same category. And then what happens is you get away with it for a while and then boom, right. something happens. And you're right. like, how did that happen? It never happened to me before. So um, it's so, so important. So everybody needs to go out, get a new toothbrush, a soft one. That's what we learned today. Right. We need to floss. Get a water pick if we can. And stop kissing your dog with the tongue. <laughs> I know. She said that was okay. Oh, that, but she said no tongues. <laughs> Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Astellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. 
Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. 